Today's daf is daf ayin, page 70 in the Hidikim Mesechus Babakama. But, Baruch Hashem, we were rudely interrupted yesterday by a young little tzaddik that we had to uh, watch over. So we are on Samach Tesamad Beis, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. We are up to Amar Rova, which is the second to last thin line, uh, second to last narrow line on Samach Tesamad Beis. All right, Daf Ayin is a shorter Daf. We should have no problem whatsoever uh, catching up over here. Amar Rava, Samach Tesamad Beis. Here we go. Amar Rav Rav says he loved Amar Rav Yechon and Suam Rav Daisa. Amar Rav Yechon and Rav not have made the statement that the Tznuan and Rav Daisa held the same thing. Havimina would have said Mantan Tznuan. Who's the Tana that taught us what the Tznuan did? Rav Meir, it's Rav Meir. Love Amar Rav Meir, Meiser Mama Gavayehu, and Rav Meir holds that Meiser belongs to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's not up to a person to declare what or what is not Meiser after it is already separated. Okay, it's one. I'm sorry, not to, to make it Meiser. Once it is. Uh, made Meiser. So then it's out of the control of the original owner. And even though, when it comes to redeeming, even though it's no longer in his domain, as far as redeeming it, we make it his domain. Okay, very simple. Here we go. I set aside something as Meiser Shani. According to Rev Meir, guess what? It's not yours anymore. It's not mine anymore. Who does it belong to? The Gabauna Shalalem. Belongs to Kaddish Baruch. So the question is, how can I afterwards go ahead and transfer the money off of the Meister Shani if it's not mine? The same the question. I, I said it's it. no different than, than uh, no other, di- um, it's not any different than any kind of um, uh, hectish? Hectish. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But if you think about the lumbus of it, it's taka chiddush. It's a novel idea. Here's what happened. I set aside Meiser. Who owns it? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu owns it. So now it's his. I still have the right, however, to take the food, remove the holiness from the food, put it onto coins, take those coins to Yerushalayim, even though it's not mine. Okay? Okay, good. In a chanami. But you, you, you see, you still have access. You take your slime and eat it. Yeah. But it's Akadish Baruch, it's not mine. Yeah, right? Okay. But you see that even though I don't own it, it's still considered enough in my possession that I could transfer the Kedusha off of it. Okay? Says the Gemara. The Torah puts in your domain. If a person redeems his his money, Meisr onto money, he adds a fifth. First we call it his, and then we say you add a fifth. And when it comes to fourth year growth, which also you take to Yerushalayim, we learn out the law of Kaddish It says, by Karim Ravai, fourth year, it's holy. Also, it says, Just like the holiness of Maiser, the Torah still puts in your domain, even though it belongs to a Kaddish Baruch. We say that you have control over transferring the Kedusha off of it. We'll give you those rights. Afai, so too by Karim Ravai, Nami, Afai, by Karim Ravai as well, Kaddish Nami, Gabi Karim Ravai, Afagab, Lav Mama today, even though it's not yours, still, Linian Ochle, Ochme Rahman Rabbi As far as being able to, 
to uh, remove the holiness from it and put it onto coins, the, the, the Torah does give you that right. Because even though it's not really in your possession, it's, it's not really yours, um, it, it's not, it, it, I'm sorry, even though you have it, I have the Karim Ravai with me, but it's not mine because it belongs to HaKadosh Baruch and you're able to remove the holiness from the Karim Ravai, therefore you're allowed to do it, um, even when you no longer have it. So somebody walks by your field, is eating from the Karim Ravai, or takes it, and is, is not eating it yet, I could remove the holiness. This is what the Tznuim are doing again. What would the Tznuim do? Let's remind ourselves. What was the Chiddush? The incredible thing the Tznuim would do? The, the, the modest Tzadikim? Yeah, which is, just want to point this out. There's times where we use the word tzaddikim. If we're calling you a tsunua, that's letting me know that you're a tzaddik. One of the main uh, foundational midas of being righteous is, uh, is tzniyas. Tzniyas. Find last week's parsha, this week's parsha. You know, what's a gadol? What's a gadol? You can know kola tarakula and be a katan. Be a katan. Yeah. You can know a lot of Torah and still be a cotton. And you could know not everything and be a gadol. You could be a gadol. Right? It's, it's, how, it's, how, uh, it's how big we make ourselves. Not really ourselves, but how we, how we expand ourselves into others and, and how we take the Torah learning and allow it to build us and, and, make it, and make us bigger. But be it as it may, we're trying to understand how these tsunuim, how these modest tzaddikim, how they were able to even be nice to the passers-by that would take their fruit to the fourth year and remove the holiness so these people weren't sinning, right? How could they do it? It's not in their possession. So the Gemara is saying, this is how they did it. Because we learn out, Kaidish Kaidish, that even though it's not in your possession, you don't own it, like by Hektish, you still have the right, even though you don't own it, and it's it, to remove the holiness from it. That, that the Torah gives you access to, even when, uh, even when it's not yours. Avogabi Leket, what would be an afkamina? No, you when you call it you, you're calling it remove that if you want to do you're exchanging that. Okay. Removing well, the hectares well, from the food that, onto that, coins. But that's a big dif- that's a big difference. Now either way, I'm making the food eligible for eating. Yes, but you're calling it you're calling it removing it. But that's removing is only half the action. You, well, you're you're not just removing it, you're exchanging it to make it edible, edible outside when yeah. money comes to Yerushalayim. Yeah, okay. No, so here's why I'm using the word removal. Here's why I'm using the word removal. I copy your sin. Because we're not dealing with the money now. What we're dealing with is the original fruit. Yeah. I so I, I have fruits in a vineyard, and I'm a... Let's say I'm, a, I'm part of this chevra, I'm part of this tsunua. So I want to make it that if somebody were to take from my vineyard in the fourth year without permission, or whatever, the person walking by, and even, uh, you know, I want to make it open for people to eat. So I set aside money, and I say, anything that was taken will be taken. Okay, that was the discussion yesterday. Whether it needs to be in your possession still or not, is not holy. It's not holy. Because the holiness of whatever is taken is going to go on to these coins. So I'm removing the holiness from any food that's going to be taken and putting it onto the coins. 
I'm going to take those coins to Yerushalayim and eat it there as the owner. But the, my goal right here to protect the takers is to remove the Kedusha. That's why I'm using the word remove as opposed to exchange. Because I'm just trying to make them so not I sin. Wonder, so I wonder if there's a... All right, here we go. Um, okay, when it comes to the case of Leket, that you want to make it hefker so that the Aniyam don't come to steal Kiva the Bimayanadi day, since it's his own property, only when it's in his possession can he make it hefker. When it's out of your possession, you cannot make it hefker. Okay, let's just explain quickly what this case is again. So I own a field, anything that's fallen. Or, or uh, you know, were forgotten, they could take. Only up to a certain amount, though, that's fallen. If three stocks fall together, the Aniyam are not allowed to take it. What if an Ani does? I don't want them to sin. So I declare it ownerless. See, there, it's mamish mind. It doesn't belong to Hektish. It's not really the Aniyams. It's totally the owners. Over there, here's the Adachidish. The Adachidish here is that we're, it's actually harder to be... It's harder to declare something ownerless if it's yours. It's easier to declare something... Uh, not yours if it already belongs to Hektish. So when it belongs to Hektish, I can make it ownerless and, and be paid it whether or not it's in my domain. But if it's mine, like by the Aniyam maybe taking too much, mine, I can only make it Hefker if they do it, um, if, if I make it Hefker while it's in my property. Once it's out of my property, I can't start uh, making these statements. Amar Avina says, Another halacha is, if, if, if we would not have made the statement of Rav Daisa and Rav Yudah saying the same thing, have I would have thought the same, Manton at who taught Allah of Tzum, it's Rav Daisa, it's Rav Mamish Rav Daisa, Ki Delay, Tikshi Stam Mishnah the Rav and I wouldn't have said that this this Stam Mishnah is a question on Rav Yechinan. Now Rav Yechinan, remember, always holds like an anonymous Mishnah. Rav Yechinan, and and what about Rav Yechinan himself? Top of t- today's daf daf ayin. Kistam Yechida Allah He doesn't say the halacha according to a Stam Mishnah of a Yechida of an individual. Here, this that he says, you only paskin, you always paskin like a Stam Mishnah, it's when it's not an individual speaking, but uh, but when the Rabbanon are speaking. Okay, here we go. Period, new sugya, new topic. Amri Nardai, the people of Narda taught us. Get ready. Shift. Let's... Without, let's not introduce it and just take it as we as we learn it. You don't write court papers for movable property, for metaltalin. Okay. Which means, if I have rights of ownership, I can't hand over those rights to you if it's movable property. Okay, you could be like my car, agent. For your car. Right. You could be like my agent, my shlia. house. Oh. It'd be different. Exactly. Amar Rav Ashi la Amemar. Rav Ashi said to Amemar, my time, why? Amar lei mishum de Rav Yechanan. Because Rav Yechanan explained, the Amar Rav Yechanan, gozov alay nesyayishu abaylam. Let's say something is stolen. Ruvain steals from Yaakov, and Yaakov didn't give up hope yet. Shneim enam yechaylam lahaktish. The owner cannot make it hektish. And the thief cannot make it hectish. Why? The thief cannot make it hectish because it ain't his. The owner can't make it hectish because it's not in his domain. 
that those who say a little differently, Amri Nardoi, the people of Nardoi said, like Kasvinan Orkisa, Amitaltale the Kafre, you don't write these court papers for metaltalim for movable property if there's a denial by the litigant. So if there's somebody here defending himself and saying the whole thing's a scam, it's not true, then we say we don't give over. Um, you know, we, we don't give over the rights when it comes to when it comes to movable property. Okay. Taima de kafre de shikra. The reason for this is because it's gonna the document itself is gonna be mexica shikra. It's gonna seem like it's a false document. Avalai um, kafre, but let's say there's no denial of this. Kasvinan, we will write a uh, we we will write a. Uh, document of courts, even by movable property. Okay. Yeah. So here. So let's explain. Let's explain. I deposit something by you, Rabban. Okay. I deposit something by Rabban, and I say Aaron's got my thing. You deny it. Can we? Get, can I? Can a court write over a power of attorney for somebody else to represent me? So we say no, can't do that. It, it looks it's mechzi kashikra because this whole you, you say that which is in your you have it and you say no it's yours it's not mine. So if a court's not going to now go and write over a power of attorney for me when you're saying it's yours. Well, you're going to get your own. No, he's got a car. Yeah. I say hey that's mine. Right. He's like no it's not it's mine. Right. Before titles. And VIN numbers. So you're going to say... So I'm, I go to court and I'm like, you know, I, I want a court document stating that Matis is my power of attorney. The court's going to be like, whoa, 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 slow down. Power of attorney on what? There's a movable property. There's a right. denial here. Right. We're not getting involved. Right. Okay? But if there's no denial but he, in court... But one second. But yeah. I mean, you're, you're really serious about this. I'm very serious. So me and me and R need to go at it. We're not going to start writing over other court documents so what, for Matas to get involved. What do you do? You have a fight? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take him to Besdin, and I'm gonna say it's mine. He's gonna say it's mine, and Besdin will go through. Well, whose possession is it? He'll show that he has certificates, and then you whatever. Say I'm out the window, or if I show I have a certificate, or I have witnesses, those will side with me. But we're not going to start getting other documents. So, what's the until, the, until the courts made a decision. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. what's the point you're making? I, I don't... The people of Nardai said, we don't give over power of attorney documents to collect metaltalin, to collect movable property, if there's a defendant here saying, nothing doing. Bezin's going to wait for the that step one to be said. It's he, not true. That he, not only does he deny it, but he says it's mine and I can show you the bill of sale. Correct. Yeah, we're not going to transfer ownership if I don't even know it's yours. Good, that's it. Okay? Now, Rashi explains because... The question is, what's the problem? Right. Well, why not? Right, no, I'm saying, why not? Why wouldn't we just write a document? All I want to do is make make Matis my power of attorney for the car. Doesn't mean anything. Because he's denying it. But but what if it's actually true that it's mine? It's a what's it doesn't make a difference if it's you're claiming or, or Mata's representing you. If if he, if it's he has the papers, then what? 
So you're so you're asking so you're asking why won't why not sign the papers? Why not sign it? I'm saying it makes no difference if you sign the papers or you don't. So then let it. Huh. If it makes no difference, you're you're a judge. It's irrelevant. One second, you're a judge. Yeah. I come and I say, judge, I want to sign over this car for Matis to be my power of attorney. Right. He says, okay, get two witnesses that you're giving over power of attorney to Matis. Right. Now, in the meantime, he's sitting there saying, like, what do you, this is, right. is it, does it hurt you at all to, to allow us to have a power of attorney? It's irrelevant. It's not, you're doing, do it. You're doing nothing. What? You're doing nothing. Okay, so do it. What does it hurt? Make the guy happy. I do this all day. I personally do this all day. People come, a tiny as it, give out, just do it. Nothing's going to hurt anybody. It makes you happy. I don't know what you're doing. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care. Shulam al Yisrael. Knock yourself out. You want to wear a helicopter yarmulke? Wear a helicopter yarmulke. I don't care. You want to believe the earth is flat? Flat. What is it? Machnish dice. Do what you want. I'm not going to study the chmeis. Right? Right. It really doesn't bother me. Mamish. He says, okay, let's get witnesses to get witnesses to sign on it. Do your thing. It doesn't matter. Mamish doesn't matter. Right. Says the here, but we don't allow it. He says we don't allow it. And why? We don't. Why don't we allow it? Oh, mechzik shikra. Because if a court allows two witnesses to sign on it, it looks like we're allowing false documents in court. Okay, that's that's what's happening over here. It looks like false documents is being allowed in a in a bezna. All right. The people of the day also said, Also, when you have a document giving over power of attorney where it doesn't say, go to court and, and you'll, you know, you'll gain from it too, there's no mamoshes there's no or mashoshes. There's nothing to this document. You don't gain anything from it. My time, why? Because the defendant is going to say, You're not my litigant. Get out of here. Yeah, in other words, the power of attorney is going to show up and be like, oh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm the new owner. The guy's going to say, get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the other guy. Who are you to step in over here just because you, you wrote off. He, you wrote over a document that's Stuyot. You never had it in the first place. I got to handle with you. I got to handle with you. I'm dealing with the other guy. Get out of here. Huh? Get in dog. I mean, our dog. People said, If it says, oh, I'll give you the power of attorney and you'll get part of it. Instead of, you'll get all of it, you get a third, a half, a quarter. Since he has rights, he's now an owner on a portion of it. So he could represent himself in court on the entire thing as well. Amar says, If he takes it, we do not take it away from him. So in other words, like this, I give you a power of attorney, Matis. And I mamish say like, okay, now it's like, you have full rights to it. You'll, you'll actually financially benefit if you get it back. So now we don't say that Rabaran could say to Matis, who are you? Because Matis say, what do you mean, who am I? I'm, I'm here to collect value that I, that's coming to me. I, I'm not just here for Tendler. I, I get a portion of it. And now you're ready a Barachi. Now you're here. Now, now you're involved. What happened here? I hear. Good. Says the Gemara. Um, since he writes that I'll accept all sort of uh, expenses over here so obviously he appointed him as a shliach and he's actually not a partial owner and this is what Yale was saying he doesn't need to reckon with him that um, 
that uh, even if he's only representing part of it, he's only a shutaf, a partner, and not on its entirety. The Maynav Kavina, what's the practical difference? The mitvas palga. Um, afterwards, can he go ahead and, and, and uh, take half of it? Okay, so the Hochas Shliach Shavi is he makes him into a Shliach, and the bottom line is Matis, who I'm giving over my power of attorney, um, cannot take anything away. He's not, a, he's not involved, and he doesn't get any sort of financial benefit over here. Okay, says the Mishnah. Here we go. New, new topic. Ganav. Alpi Shnayim. If you steal something and there's two witnesses, Alpim, and then you shecht or sell it, and you also have two witnesses. Or either it's the same witnesses that, that testify about the stealing and then about the slaughtering, or it's two different sets. Two witnesses testify you stole, and then two other witnesses say, I saw him shecht. You're gonna pay our Khamisha. Meaning it doesn't need to be the same witnesses who testify about the entire story. You could have different witnesses. Ganav umachar b'Shabbos. What if a person steals an ox and sells it on Shabbos? Ganav umachar l'avaydezara, or somebody who steals and shechts for avaydezara. Ganav v'tavach b'yamikipurim. Person steals and shechts on Kippur. Ganav v'shal aviv v'tavach umachar. Somebody steals from his father, shechts it or sells it. V'yachakach meis aviv, and then his old man passes away. So he stole from his father. Then he was Tavachu Machar, and then his father, um, and, and then his father passed away. So now, what's unique about this here? What are you going to do? Pay your father? Who's inheriting it in the first place? Right. So you have a, you have an element of uh, inheritance over here that needs to be uh, that needs to be reckoned with. Okay. So the question is that do you pay four or five times? Are you obligated to pay four or five times, or is it called yours? So we're going to see since you shechted or sold it before your old man passed away, you already had the responsibility. Right, so the money is going to have to go to the estate. Okay. Um, fine. What? So, so, so we're about our bar and commission. Yeah, you pay four or five times to the estate. To the estate. The question is: Is it considered that we know our Baba Hamisha only paid to the original owner? The yeah. question is over is the here. Estate the same. That's as right. As father. That's right. Because because you shechted and sold it while your father was alive. If you would shechted and sell it afterwards, we're not going to say you have to pay the estate. But since the father was alive at the time, maybe you got to put it back into the bucket. The Gemara will will explain this. It's because this is uh, this has to be uh, reckoned with. What if he shechts, sells it, and then makes it hektish? The, the dead animal. In all these cases, you paid our Baba If you steal an ox or sheep, and then you shecht it, not for the purpose of meat, but you shecht it for, um, uh, you shecht it for refua. Okay. Now, what does this mean, that it is shechted for refua? That, uh, I don't intend to shecht it for food. I'm going to use it for something else. Benefit from it in a different way, but, but not for food. Okay. Or, I look loving. Or I shecht it for dogs. Or what if you shecht it and it turns out that it was non-kosher? It was a treifa. Or a person shechts chulin in the azara. Okay, now the halacha is, if you shecht chulin in the azara, it's not allowed to be eaten. You're still going to pay our baba chamisha, even though in all these cases, we're not dealing with a regular edible situation. Four or five times is not dependent on whether you did it for the purpose of eating. Uh, so as long as you shecht something 
you are responsible. That's right. Pay. That's right. No matter what you're no doing with it. What, what your purpose of right, and what your mindset what was. Your purpose of what you're going to do with your. Correct. That's the Tanakhama. But the last line is Reb Shimon Paiter B'Shnei Elun. This needs to be explained. Reb Shimon says in the last two cases, which is when you shechted a chulin ba'azara, when you shecht chulin in the Beis Hamikdash, or it turns out that it was a trefa. In these last two cases, you will not pay dalit vehei. Okay. So we have to see what the difference is. Says the Gemara between these two and the other two, according to Shimon. Lema Masis and like Rabbi Kiva. Let's say our entire mission is not follow Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva Ha'amar Davar Chati Davar. Rabbi Kiva says that you got to follow the matter and not half of a matter. Now, what are we dealing with? This is going back in the ratio of the Mishnah, which says that the you would pay Dalit Behei if two witnesses testify you stole it and two other witnesses testify that you shechted or sold it. Says Rabbi Kiva, it's not true. You learn out from Dover, which means in order to be obligated on Dalit Behei, you need one set of witnesses that see the entire story through from beginning to end. Okay? It can't be two different witnesses. The Tanik is going to the Bray. So Amr Rabbi Yasi, Rabbi When our Abba Chalafta went to Rabbi Yechonabinuri to learn Torah, some say it was the opposite. Rabbi went to learn Torah. By Abba Chalafta, top of Amud Beis, Omar Loi, he said to him, whoever it was, whichever one went to learn by the other, if somebody <coughs> um, lived on land for three years, the first year, there were two witnesses stating that he was there. Shnia. The second year, b'fnei shnayim, shlishis b'fnei shnayim, mahu. What is the halacha? Okay, so there's halacha like this. What does this gemara talk about? Three different pairs of witnesses. So here's what happened. Very basic. If, if this is apparently becoming more and more common, unfortunately, um, just dealt with something like this today. Uh, if you want to know afterwards, not for the shit, but. Um, People are stealing or could take other people's deeds on their home and move on to people's properties and things of that sort. Um, there's actually a program in University City. It's free, but you can call the city. I don't know why they don't do it automatically, but you have to call them up, which I did. And um, they'll make it that nobody can transfer your, can transfer your home unless they call your cell phone number. Until they University City will never approve a sale until they call my cell phone number. Call your cell phone number. Uh, who calls your cell phone? University City, because you have to go through the city Just check to, to see check to if see if you're really selling your house. Yeah, or well, maybe somebody else is trying to take the deed on my house or whatever it is, because people have identity how theft. How do they get? How do they get the deed? Oh, because they, somehow they find it online, or they take your social security number. They find the social security number. They hack it. And then they'll go and they'll start making transactions with your identity. No, I read something about this that was just wondering. So that's what it, it that's how it works. It didn't make sense. Right. So what they do is, as an extra measure, even when it's with your social security number and your signature, they will not approve any sale of your house until they call your cell phone number and you the verbally city. give approval. Correct. The city will not allow any sale to happen on your piece of land until they call your cell phone. It's an extra layer that they offer. So it's an interesting thing. You know, that they, that they have there. But be it as it may, 
Before they had all these titles and deeds, how'd they know if you owned the land? So you had a chazaka on the land. You had a chazaka. Sometimes you had court documents, true. But also if you live on a land for three years, you could say, I bought it. What happens if I live on a property for three years? But, not yet, sweetie. I live in a property for three years. First year, I have two sets of witnesses. Second year is a separate set of witnesses. The third year is a third set. Is that called a three-year chazaka or is it three one-year uh, th- three one year uh, statuses. So Amar he said, "Arezu chazaka." No, it's considered a chazaka, even though it's three separate sets. Amar he said to him, "Afani Amerkein, I agree." Alishar Bekiva, Chelik Udav Bekiva argues. Shere Bekiva, Amar Bekiva says, "Davar v'leichatzi davar." That if you're going to be testifying about something, you need one set of witnesses that follows the entire thing through. So to over here, our mission is not going to follow Rabbi Akiva because over here we allow different sets of witnesses to uh, to take part in the matter. Right, we're saying you could be certain uh, witnesses in the beginning uh, about the the theft and other witnesses for the tzvicha mechira. Amar Abai, Abai says no. Our Mishnah could even be Rebbe Kiva. Wouldn't Rebbe Kiva agree if two people say uh, two people um, uh, come and testify that somebody married a woman? Two other witnesses come and say that he had relations with her. Okay. So what happened over here? You have Yanku. Two witnesses say Yanku was married to Leah. Two other witnesses say Ruvain had relations with Leah. So she was an Ish. How do you know she's an Ish? Because two other witnesses said that Yaakov married her. So you have two witnesses saying Yaakov married her. Two other witnesses say, well, if Yaakov married her, Ruvain had relations with a married woman. He's high of Misa. Okay? <clears throat> Wouldn't Rabbi Kiva agree? Even though Edebia need Edekedusha, even Edekedusha lights Rishel Edebia, since Edekedusha don't need Edebia, Davar Karina, we're going to call it Davar, uh, and it's considered an entire matter. Hachanami, so too over here by the by the stealing. Alpha Gav the Edetzvicha Rishel Edekeneva. Even though the witnesses of the of the shechting need the Edem of the theft, right? Two witnesses come and say, Reuven shechted the animal. Yeah, so what? It was mine. How do you know it wasn't mine? Oh, because other witnesses said he stole it. Right? When It's like when Ruvain had relations with Leah. Maybe Ruvain was going to say, oh, she's my wife. No, no. Other witnesses said that she was somebody else's wife. Right? See, just because you testify, you shecht, they shechted, I could shecht my animal. Get out of here. What are you? Hachanami, afagav, deyde gneva, tzvich, deyde gneva, kivan, deyde gneva, like tzvich, deyde gneva, since deyde gneva don't need deyde of shechting to be effective. Dover Karina Bay, it's considered Dover. Rabbanon, Dover Lechatz, Dover Lemute Mai. Rabbanon, what do they do with Dover Lechatz? Now, the Rabbanon agree, the Rabbanon are of the opinion that you don't, you could do half, you, you could have witnesses on different parts of a storyline. You don't need to be the same witnesses. Says Gemara, why? Rabbi Kiva has a Pasuk. They say, they, they use the word Dover Lemute Echad Aymer Echad Begaba to exclude a case where uh, we don't know the age of this lady. So you have, you have uh, one witness says, you know, I know that she reached puberty. However, I know she reached puberty. I saw she had puberty. One said, uh, you know, I saw signs of uh, one hair on her back. And one said, I saw one hair on her stomach. So we know she reached puberty and, and uh, it's, it's considered a, um, she's considered an adult. But each one uh, individually didn't see two hairs. Says but that's a problem. You only have one aide really testifying about each hair, so that we don't accept that in general. Two witnesses say we saw one hair on her back. We saw a hair on her belly. 
Each one's really saying that she is a katana. They're not testifying together that she is a gedayla. Somebody steals on shechs on Shabbos. We learned the price of potter. If you steal on shechs on Shabbos, you're potter from dalid vehei. Where do we say you're potter? The buyer said, cut a fig off my tree. And then um, that which you stole is going to be owned by me. Okay, which means that the Ganov agreed to uh, to sell whatever that the animal that he stole for a, for money that he cut off the tree on Shabbos. So I steal something and then I sell it. Why? Because this is the case of Machar the Shabbos. I'm stealing on Shabbos and selling. How am I stealing? I steal the animal and the guy says, "Oh, I'll, I'll buy that animal from you." you. Say, "Really? Give me the money. Go cut figs off my tree, and that'll be your payment." If you cut figs off my tree as payment, so you're Machal Shabbos at the time that you sold it to me. Okay? So it's Chal Shabbos, time you sold it to me, so you're going to be Patech Misa. And then it's going to be acquired by me. Amri, they said, one second, but let's say the buyer comes to Bezdin. We're not going to say to the Ganav, uh, you know, you got to pay him. He's Chayav Misa for cutting the fig off the tree. If he's going to be Chayav Misa, then the whole sale is not a sale. Gavalt says a beautiful question. You want to establish what's the case? The case is, you know, Ganav Atalach Mashabas, you're going to be Potter? I'll tell you one. What was the case again? You steal it, and now you want to sell it. How did you sell it? In a way of Chayav Misa. Right? Says Gemara, but one second, if it's in a way of Chayav Misa, because you, you're, you're cutting the fig and that's your payment, it's not even a sale in the first place. Because you're Chayav Misa. We're not, if the Ganav would take the, the fig guy to court, we're going to say the whole sale is not valid. It's not a valid sale. Because when you cut the fig off the tree on purpose, that was just the, that was the act of Misa over there. That's not a sale. So it says the Gemara, so you didn't even sell it. If it's not even a valid sale, why are you Chayav Dalar Behei? Allah Marapop, rather Papa explains... I'll tell you the case. The buyer says to the Ganav, take whatever you stole and throw it into my chatzar, and that which you stole is going to be owned by me. It's going to be acquired, uh, it's going to be acquired by me. So the Ganav became Chayav Misa again uh, uh, because of Haitza, because, of because he moved it from one domain to another. On Shabbos, a chiyav misa happened at once. Says Gemara, "Come on, who does that follow?" Kreb Akiva, from Rabbi Akiva, the Amar Kluta Kimi Shehun Chadamia. When something enters the airspace, it's as if it lands in chiyav misa right there. Dikra Rabbanu, if I'm the Rabbanu Akiva, the Matil Chatzar Beis Saikana. As soon as the animal reaches the airspace of the house, he acquires in Shabbos like Mechayev Ad the Matil Arab. When it comes to Shabbos, you're not Mechayev until it actually reaches the land. Says Gemara Gavad. Listen to this. See, there's a Mechlekes as to. At what point, when something enters my domain, do I own it? It might be a different point than the of Shabbos. So for example, if you want to give ownership to me and I say, put it in my chatzar, I get ownership when? As soon as it enters the airspace of my chatzar. You throw it over the fence into my chatzar. I now own it. I say, I'm, right? Here's that. When it enters my chatzar, for Shabbos though, for I saw on Shabbos, the guy who threw it to has to land. So says the Gemara, we got to still have a problem because then the Gneva and the thing didn't happen at the same time, and therefore we're back to square one. What's going to be the case? We're Tavach Machar B'Shabbos. You're going to be Potter, where the Chi of Misa happened simultaneously with the uh, with the moment. Says the Gemara, okay, 
So here we go. I'll tell you the case. The buyer said, I know usually I acquired it with airspace, but I'm making an agreement with you. It's only going to be owned when it hits the floor. So then it's going to happen the same problem as Shabbos, same time. Right? Same way Shabbos, it has to land. Uh, we, we made an agreement that it's not going to be an acquisition until it lands. That's what it's going to happen all at once. Okay. Rabbah Amar Rabbah says, no, la'ilam krami barachama. Really, we're following uh, Rami Barchama. Now, what was Rami Barchama? Rami Barchama was the case of the figs, right? We cut off the case of the figs. Now, says the Gemara, the problem, what, what was our issue with that? That it's not even a valid sale. It's not a valid sale. He's Chayav Misa right away, as soon as he cuts the fig off the tree. He says, no, it is a valid sale. I'll tell you why. Esnan, Asra We know the Torah does not allow any sort of... Um, Payment to a zaina to a to a, a prostitute to be used in the base hamikdash, even if a son has, pays his mother to have relations with him. Which means like this: if you have a son, incest. You have a, a, a son walks over to his mom and he says, "Mom, I'll pay you to have relations with me." So says the halacha is that money the mother uses. Cannot be used in the base of Mekdash. Now here's the catch. Here's the problem. Why not? It shouldn't even be called payment. It's not payment. So Misa, the whole thing is not. What does that mean? It's not a transaction over here. Says the Gemara to explain. Let me ask you a question. If this mother would walk over to Bezdin and says, "You know, my son agreed to pay me a hundred dollars to have relations with me, and we had relations, and he owes me a hundred dollars. I'm suing him in Bezdin." Okay, me Amrinon. Do we say to the kid, me Amrinon? We're going to say to him, go pay your mom the money. No, we're not going to say to the kid, give your mom the money. Okay, why? Because at the same time that I'm telling him to give the mom the money, I'm basically saying he's chayav misa. Okay, so the fact that there's a chayav misa here, if we're believing the whole story, that means we're believing a chayav misa. So then, there's no money about. You find that even though she, even if she does take it to court, we're not going to say give it. Since when he does give it to her, let's say she doesn't have to come to court. He actually paid her. He gave it to her. We still consider it to be payment of a prostitute. We consider it. And what's the proof that we consider it to be a payment? It's considered a sale. It's a transaction. I'll prove to you it's a transaction. She, could the mother take the hundred dollars, let's say, and buy a carbon with it? Would we accept it in the base Hamikdash? No, because we're calling it payment. If we wouldn't call it a payment, so then let her take the money and, and, and buy a carbon. It's just a gift from her son. From the fact that we don't allow it is a raya, is a proof that even money that you won't go to Bezin to collect is still called a payment. So what? Hachanami, in our case as well, when somebody steals an animal, and the and, and steals an animal, and then the buyer says, "You know, I'll buy that from you when you cut the fig tree, when you cut the fig off my tree on Shabbos." Even though, if when it comes to payment, if let's say he wants to demand the fig, we're not going to say go pay. We're not going to say to the ganav, you know, uh, go, go pay back. Top of tomorrow's daf. Even so, 
bottom line is, when you did give over the animal for the fig, have a mechira, it is considered a valid sale. What was the whole problem over here? The whole problem over here is, it's not a valid sale if Bezdin doesn't approve it. Says Gemara, not true. Not true. You can have situations where Bezdin does not approve a sale. You're right. It's not going to be like a, a forceful sale with, you know, with uh, whether or not you have a contract or not a contract, movable property. Uh, but the Misa, since it was here and there was goods received or uh, not goods, uh, services received, let's say by the case of, uh, of Esnan Zaina, we consider that to be a, uh, we consider that to be a sale. And hence, you, Rami Barchama's case of, uh, how could you have a case where the, the selling happened on Shabbos and he's putter, could even apply by the case where the buyer said, cut the fig off my tree and that'll be your payment. That would be considered a sale on Shabbos and that could very well be the case of our Mishnah. We'll hold it here for this evening. I couldn't have Shabbos Hashem tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. with Daf Ayan Aleph. Have a wonderful evening.